Ajana, <coughs> sorry, Ajanamaru invited me to give some reflections this evening. And uh, in true fashion, I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to say, so <laughs> hopefully it will be useful. And uh, I can sort of you know, continue on this theme of... Uh, of mind and likes and dislikes and feeling, which which Ajahn's been talking about a lot. It's also something we um, we explored during the winter retreat, um, and we Ajahn Amro gave a whole series of readings from his book on Nibbana. Um, and uh, so this this is very much continuation of of those those reflections he gave over the winter retreat. So, it's very interesting or when you when you actually look at your own experience, you know it's sort of it is it is essentially the only thing that um that we know um, and it does very much have some sort of localization and um and how how we perceive things always seems to be <clears throat> linked to some idea of where they are and where we are in relation to them. Um, so when when you uh, let's see So you can experience yourself in relation to the world as part of the world or as distinct from. And yes, all these things really do happen or really exist in this, in this place, in this in this mind and the mind often feels as though it belongs into, in something and you're looking out onto something that's this whole idea of I am here and I'm looking at you and you are somehow separate or different and you know the, the world out there is is not part of what happens here. And yet it's, um, you know, when you, when you reflect, when you reflect on things, when you reflect on how you actually experience, that's, it just can't be like that. It just, that's not the case. It can't, it just doesn't work. There's no, you know, there's, there's, uh, 
how how can it be that you know there's I am here <coughs> and everything is outside of me in in just in terms of of how how I experience the world it isn't like that it just isn't like that it's the the um the world ends here <laughs> it's a I'm not looking out on it, it ends here. And in that sense, you know, everything which, which, uh, which I know is part of this, this experience, this world of mine. Um, and then again, if you if you reflect on that, if you reflect on that, if you sort of think of that as an image, or if, if I reflect on that and think of it as an image, then the world is obviously also everything else. So this experience is everything else as well as that experience of being here and experiencing things as an individual. Now this might all seem rather abstract, but <laughs> it's, uh, I think um, for me it was, it was quite a, a strong insight I had over the, over the winter retreat when, you know, the, <coughs> reflecting on the teachings on, on sort of stilling of stilling of experience, you know, the, the, the calm that comes with the stilling of experience. And um, the insight that's actually, there's this, always this feeling of being somewhere, of being something. And... Um, which is what is described as this conceiving and perceiving. You conceive of things, you conceive of yourself, you name things, you give them solidity, and they are then something which needs to be had or possessed or loved or not loved or defended or fought against or, you know, many many different things one can think about what's important to us. You know, I like that person, I don't like that person, I feel comfortable with this, I don't feel comfortable with that. All these many different aspects of uh, emotion and reactions to things, reactions to, to feeling. And and yet, there's this also this this insight about the kind of the world of experience, and the world the world of experience includes everything. And the feeling of being here, 
of things happening here. And therefore, you know, having importance because they're happening here, it's me. And, and that's all I know. So you turn, you know, you can turn that perception around in a, in a way. You can turn it around. You can, there's the, um, there's the me that needs to be defended and, and protected and um, is in opposition or it's conceived or names things, sees things as right or wrong or based on things that have been learned or things you've been told. And then there's there's also a different way of of um of being with these all these perceptions and things which is much more um, about uh, what it's perhaps more of a reflection is that what could be done at this point which I understand would would be good, would have a good effect, would have a good um, good result, and it may not be what I want to do or what I like um, at that moment. You know, it's, um, but it's it's. Uh, It's a different way of of looking at things, which in, I think, well, I have found that ultimately is more um, well. The results, the results of of of, of it are are just much better. <laughs> um, and the the effect on oneself and and others is just much more free because i mean you know unfortunately as as we all know it's it's impossible to not uh come across difficult situations or not be irritated by people or it, it just doesn't happen you know it's kind of no matter how much one one uh, wishes to develop patience and kindness and all these things. There, there's still, um, you know, just just in the way we are, the fact that we have bodies which are sensitive and so on, we react to things, um, and those reactions are not things we we can control, and we can sort of, you know, or, or, or may 
make everything sweet and nice. It just doesn't work. Well, I don't find it's ever worked. And and you know, and, and and trying to often, you know, particularly in relationship with other people, if you try and understand always everyone else's point of view and behave in a way which is going to be pleasing to everybody and so on, it's just impossible because because everyone has their own way of looking at things, their own reasons for doing things. Um, the, the things which they feel are important, which you might not feel are important. And so you get you get caught up in this whole, you know, it's just complicated. It's just complicated. And there's no way you can please everyone or yourself. And there's no way you can control these things, you know. So it's just not, uh, that's just not how it is. <laughs> um, and, um, and also I think it, it, can, it can just lead to a lot of confusion and being very wishy-washy. Is that the the uh, the Dhamma, or the you know the Dhamma is a path, or the kind of the it's not a, a sort of wishy washy thing. It's actually, it's very um, very direct and very and requires you to be really um, committed. I think and really trust trust in what you're doing. So there's a there's a real um, danger in trying to be too you know trying to gloss over rather than understand one's own experience. It's um, and this, you know, it's regardless of where one's coming from initially, you know, it's like, uh, I, you know, I had to spend quite a lot of time actually uh, understanding that I felt anything. Um, and other people feel a lot. And so, you know, we all have our own, um, what do you call it, interpretations. And... Um, and our own worlds, that's, that's obvious. It's, and different ways that we need to, to, um, to develop our, our, our faculties, different strengths, different weaknesses. But still there's this, this, um, this thing about, you know, It's like me against the world, or here is this world. This is the the world is 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 one of of the subjective experience, and the subjective experience is to be known and understood. It's not to be changed, or even necessarily explained, but it's to be understood.
Yeah, and this is it's one of the it's very interesting hearing Ajahn Sumedho speak again um, during the retreat that was just given here. I think he he last taught here seven years ago or something. So, um, and this phrase he keeps coming is the way it is. Whatever is happening is the way it is. That is, there is no other way it could be. And to understand that and to trust in that is is uh, is really is really key. It's absolutely key. It's And it's also something which um, you know that 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 sense of of trust in in your own in your own understanding is uh, is also very key, as we all you know. I think of of myself and. Uh, the fact that I have committed to being in robes and doing this particular thing um, and uh, it could be quite easy to to think why <laughs> you know why do this um, and it's a means to an end you know it's uh, as why would you become a monastic? Well, because you want to explore certain things and it gives you the opportunity to do that. Um, you know, it's like you're a professional professional seeker. This is the, the badge of the professional seeker. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Well, that's just you know that's the out, outward, the outward thing, or everything that happens in the monastery, or all the things we do, all the um, various ceremonies and activities that happen, and the form and the outward things. And it's no, you know, the, other than the environment is is uh, is very conducive and um, very wholesome. The kinds of things that you would come across in your own um, in your own inner world are very much the same. Right? The kinds of all the angers and frustrations and difficulties and joys and longings and saying hello, saying goodbye, you know, all the kind of sense of loss and sense of um, all these things which they're just part of human life. And again, they don't, 
they don't go, they never go away, I don't think. You know, that, that's not, maybe, maybe sometimes, you know, when you start, you think you're going to end up with this kind of permanently blissful mind, and it's, it's just not like that. <laughs> or somehow, you know, never, you're going to become very calm, and maybe, maybe sometimes you do, it's, uh, but the personality is still there. You might have a good one, you might not. You might have a a good body, you might not. Only you know, these these are just the stuff. Yeah, yeah. What you got given. <laughs> and there it is. And then there is this 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 world, this world which is entirely subjective. And uh, filled with all kinds of things. And so in, within, within that, there's this sort of invitation to, to understand what is what it is, how it works, how it works, and to really trust one's understanding of how it works. Because, which of course depends on wanting to understand how it works in the first place, but it's a bit like you know when you, when you sit down for <clears throat> for meditation, if you just sit down and it doesn't go anywhere, you know, you kind of <clears throat> you really you have to commit to, you have to bring up some sort of intention to do something. You have to you know, provide a framework. This is what all kind of the, uh, the techniques that we use are, are about. You provide a framework within which you can examine what's going on. Um, and if, if, if the... Uh, how you examine things is leading to something, to understanding, good, carry on. <laughs> if it isn't, okay, do something else. So all, the, you know, all these different things we can use to, to explore and so on. So you, you have to, to you know, want to do that in the first place <laughs> and, um, and be committed to wanting to do that. Without that impulse, it's all, you know, it's... Uh, it's a different kind of exercise. It's it's just uh, um, 
a way of making life easier, possibly, or I don't know. It's many different reasons people do things. Um, you have the world, the world is the subjective world and within that there's all these things to understand and there's these, uh, the commitment to understanding and that, that um, And then all the, the various tools that you've you've been hearing about and you know about and also the things that Janamro has been explaining, all these tools that we use or we can to um to observe and to to um examine, be curious about this world. And then you know then and, uh, and the mind, the mind, the mind, which seems to be the where it all happens. And yet, you know, again, it's, what does that? All these these things that when you. We talk about when I talk about feeling when I when I sit in meditation and feelings arise and so on. What is it actually? You know, there's there's um, what what is actually the nature of 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 the feeling of being there, for example. Or the nature of the feeling of um, thinking. <laughs> what is it? And also, often, you know, the, the question is why? Why is this always such a problem? <laughs> you know. You feel one way and it shouldn't be like that. You feel another way, okay, should be like that. You get angry, shouldn't be feeling like that. And, and it, you know, what is the nature of all of this? What is the, the sort of, the push or the reason or the, the, the need? The need for to, the need to fix, or the need to label, or there's a compulsion to to make sense of things, to discriminate. So it's 
And, you know, when I'm talking like this, I'm just sharing a bit what, what my own exploration is during this retreat. So it's, uh, I hope it makes sense. <laughs> um, One of Ajahn Amaro's phrases is patterns of nature. Okay, patterns of nature. They sit there and, you know, I'm, you could think, well, I'm experiencing patterns of nature. Well, that, doesn't, that doesn't work, does it? <laughs> and yet there's a very real difference between sitting there and... Um, experiencing the world as ending here and experiencing the world as starting here and going out. There's a very real difference. What is that about? It's, uh, to me, that's a very interesting one. That's a kind of something which has been uh, forming part of my reflection for the last few months. It's, what is that about? So. And also the um, the feeling of the world ending here. Okay, so to me, that that sort of change in perspective is also. Um, something which which makes it um, easier I think to um, to adapt to to things the the the, um, the importance of what one can get or acquire or achieve or whatever just becomes much less there's um How do you put it? There's, again, Ajahnamara has been talking about the, the Buddha Dhamma Sangha. So the Buddha is the one who knows. He knows what, knows reality, patterns of nature. From that arises wholesome action. So that these... Um, and there's also this, this, uh, this, this idea of conceiving and perceiving labeling, separating, discriminating, which um, in a way prevents you from seeing clearly because you've already made a choice about what things are actually about. And um, or prevents one, sorry. 
um, and and uh, and all those those choices or all those those labels and and so on will only partly reflect what's actually the case. So the um, Where does one go from that one? Okay. Hang on. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. I got myself into a dead end there. Sorry. Um, Oh, yes, I was talking about discriminations and so on, wasn't I? Okay, so... Um, yes, so, so while that, that process is, 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 you know, it's what happens. Again, you... you You sit meditation, you have a feeling of being there, of, you know, and various experiences, sensory experiences or pleasant experiences, otherworldly experiences, whatever it might be in your, in your sphere. And... Uh, And they, they sort of that that process of labeling and so on, t making making them solid, and of course means that they they ha they they take on a certain importance. Um, and it's an importance that again, it's being stepping back from that. Stepping back from that, uh, the importance one gives to things, even if they seem terribly important, and, and they might indeed be quite important, but being able to step back from these things and seeing them as 
an element of this world, subjective world. Not something which is, you know, something that needs to necessarily be resolved or acted upon or anything. It's, the, it's just one of many elements in the world. And then, it's one of many elements in the world, and then, then that gives you... That gives you some that gives you quite a lot of freedom. It gives you something which is how do you how do you put it? It's, uh, there's the freedom of understanding you and Understanding these things as elements of experience. Therefore, they're not, uh, they're not yours to have or possess or anything really. They're things which are part of the world. So the the response to that, you know, the kind of the understanding, the the that comes from that, is basically something which is much, which is calm. And um, and trusting, and trusting, calm, trusting, and and aware. It's um, so to me. That's kind of that's the Buddha Dhamma Sangha. You kind of what arises. On that understanding is is knowledge, knowledge of how to how to be, how to act in the world in a wholesome way. And all of this from again this shift in attitude, which I've explained in a particular way, you know. It's, um, but the shift in attitude and and uh, the shift in confidence. You know, it's it's uh, one thing one does know is one's own world, <laughs> and um, and being able to to make the difference between being aware of things and the things themselves 
is something that can be learned and and one can really gain trust and confidence in over time. It's not a It's not impossible. <laughs> you know, it's not. Uh, it's not asking for anything that's that's not possible. Because it's it's there and it's, it's there to be known and to be to be understood. And that again is, you know, I think that's something that's very important to you because so often when, you know, I don't, I don't teach much, but so often even, even, my, even I get all these questions from people. How do you do this? What are you supposed to do? How should I feel? How should I? And, and there is no, there's no answer really other than from the willingness to actually explore and to be curious about one's own experience and this world, subjective world. And um, the commitment to looking at it in this the kind the wisdom or the the, the the answer, the, the the awareness will will develop and can be trusted. Um, and these things will, in the, you know, with the right input and with the right, which is what happens what happens in these places, and will you know will yield its result. Some, the result will come. It's um, and again, it's something you you know you hear all the time. So trust your own awareness, trust your own awareness, trust your own understanding of this kind of subjective world. And keep looking at it. It's. Uh, there to be explored and to be known. Okay, I think I'll finish there.